The championship has its first South Wales Derby in five years. Preston North End continues the shine. And lots of FA fines are handed out. This is Archie Bargy Pod. Hello, Archie. Hello, Bargy. How are you enjoying this cold, cold wind? I'm enjoying it greatly. You? It's like it's winter all of the sudden. So this weekend, let's talk about the games. First game, Sheffield Wednesday versus Leeds. I went 1-0. I went 1-1. Final score. Nil-nil draw. You know, I got to say, this was a game of wasted chances. Both teams could have taken this match, but neither could finish. It was two quality sides playing in some horrible weather. There were multiple chances off the goal, and Leeds' keeper was just amazing. But nil-nil draw. And with that... Both Leeds and Sheffield drop a place to third and fourth in the table, respectively. West Brom versus Charlton. I went 2-0 West Brom. 1-0 win for West Brom. Final score. 2-2 draw. This was a hell of a match. Phillips put the baggies up in the 10th minute, but Charlton pulled it even on the hour. Then left back, Nathan Ferguson got himself sent off for a bad challenge on Chris Solly. But there was so much confusion because the ref actually originally gave the red card to another player. He didn't know who to red card. He didn't. And Ferguson, of course, was just walking around not I taking didn't the do it. No, me. No, 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 no. Eventually, they found the right person, got him sent off about an hour later. But... West Brom didn't crack in 14 minutes after that red card. They went ahead thanks to a great curling shot. It looked like they were getting it all. But last minute penalty, penalty gave Charlton the tie. It was an amazing game, actually. That game had everything. It had ref confusion. It had amazing last minute penalties. It was just jam-packed with excitement. Swansea Cardiff, I went 3-1 to the Swans. I predicted 2-1 to the Swans. Final Final time, 1-0. The game was all the Swans. It was an amazing debut for Ben Wilmot, the center back on loan from Watford. He got the only goal of the game, obviously his first with the club. The Swans could have won it by two or three, but they just couldn't finish their chances still. Wonderful win for Swansea, and the rare bit goes to them. Yeah, it was um, dominated the entire time by Swansea. Unfortunately, Cardiff did have two first-half injuries, which was really unfortunate for them, but they just didn't look of the same caliber the whole match. So, way to go, Swans. That brought us to the Monday match on the Plus, which saw QPR play Brentford. How do you think this one was going to turn out? My beloved R's, I predicted you were going to win 2-0. I said it was going to be a 2-2 draw. Final score. Brentford for the win. 3-1. Yes. Whose name am I going to say? Ali Watkins. Ali, Ali, Ali. Watkins. Two goals for the king of the bees helps Brentford bring the bragging rights home. And that puts Ali Watkins one goal behind Fulham's Mitrovic in the contention for top scorer of the league. Yes, these two clubs are only seven miles apart. Very impressive win. It was a bad night for the R's, who have yet to keep a single clean sheet this season. That's going to be their doom. I'm telling you right now. Come on, you R's. Come on, you R's. They are suddenly surging with three wins in a a row. row. Yeah. Some of the other games... 
Birmingham 2, Luton 1, Huddersfield 2, Barnsley 1. Huddersfield is now the hottest team in the league. I can't believe I'm saying that. They have not lost a single match in the month of October. Who is their manager? It's the Cowley brothers. Yes! What a wonderful job by Huddersfield bringing them in. That might be not only what saves them, they keep this up. They could be surprising a lot of people. Hull to Darby, nil. Middlesbrough, Fulham play to a nil-nil draw, which is actually pretty impressive for Fulham, who saw their keeper, Roddick, sent off in the 17th minute when he came out of the box and purposely handled the ball. I got to say, though, Fulham was looking better with 10 players than they were with 11. <laughs> Millwall, two, Stoke, nil. Gary Rowett, first game in charge for Millwall, gets them the win at the den. Way to go. Preston, three. Blackburn, two. And this game, <laughs> this was an amazing game because Blackburn was up 2-0 in the 11th minute, and that included an own goal in the first minute by Declan Rudd. Preston looked doomed, but then they got two quick goals after the break and a final third in the 82nd minute, and the Lily Whites took all three points, moving them into second place. Final game of the weekend, Bristol 2, Wigan also 2. So that was the weekend of scores. What else happened this weekend? Around the league, random craziness. First, Darby County, fire their captain for gross misconduct. You might remember on the pod a couple of weeks back, we mentioned that there was a drink drive incident. That's British for drunk driving incident involving some Darby players. Well, their captain, Richard Keogh, he sustained a season-ending injury in that car crash resulting from the drunk driver incident, and he has been let go by the club for gross misconduct. That is a bold decision by Darby. Probably the right decision because you can't allow that happening. Players got to take responsibility. What else is going on? Bristol City boss Lee Johnson was given a 2,000-pound fine and a one-match ban after he admitted this week to using language towards a match official that was abusive, insulting, or improper. And the ban will happen this week against his in the match against Barnsley. So basically, he was telling them what to do at a Tesco Express. There was also news from a match from a week ago, Brentford and Millwall. Each were fined 14,000 pounds following an incident on October 19th from their match a week ago, like Bargy said, where players got into a little kerfuffle in the 92nd minute, and four of players from that kerfuffle were ended up sent off or booked, and both clubs admitted they couldn't control their players, thus the fine, 14,000 pounds each. That's a quick way to spend a good fortune. And then in the weirdest news I heard all week, did you hear about the Welsh Derby news? Bargy. I'm dying to hear about it. Police in Swansea decided that they were going to do facial technology, facial recognition technology for fans coming to the match. So supporters clubs said, we're Halloween masks to the game. We will not get facially recognized. 
not being a bit crazy big brother, this all stems back from a game in 2017, which was a Champions League final that was played in Cardiff, where police also used the same facial recognition technology, and that resulted in 2,000 people not being admitted to the match because their faces matched other people who had caused problems at games. This facial recognition software caused some havoc. This was not talked about, but Neil Warnick was not allowed into the game initially because they said he was a troll. That's what the (laughs) facial recognition software said. They would not allow him in. They had to do a quick DNA swab to prove he was human, not trollian, and thus was allowed in to manage the club. And finally, in good news, just that random bit of good news after weirdness, Nottingham Forest, they had their game washed out against Reading due to the waterlogged pitch. And so they decided that 3,000 parcels of food, yes, all the pasties, all the pies, they would donate to a homeless shelter. Good on you, Nottingham. Forest comes through there. If you're not going to be able to sell those pies, may as well give them away and help some people out. That was a fantastic review right there. This weekend coming up, so it would be match day 15. 15. We have some games on the Plus. Plus! Friday, Barnsley versus Bristol. Barnsley has won exactly one game this whole season, and that was their opener against some club named Fulham on the 3rd of August. Meanwhile, Bristol has only lost once since their opening match. I think it will be closer than expected, but Bristol will get the win late. 1-2 to Bristol. Ooh, bold. I say Bristol's going to win 2-0. There we go. Saturday, we got Wigan. Versus Swansea. I went with a win by the Swans. 3-1. It's difficult to drop the Swans on the road much harder than at their home stadium, the Liberty Stadium. This one's going to be a fun one to watch. I'm saying 2-2 draw. Also Saturday on the plus is Luton versus Nottingham Forest. Oh, Luton. What has happened to the team with the airport that always disappoints? Forrest will be rested, but maybe stale, having had the weekend unexpectedly off. Plus, they lost their previous two matches. I think Joe Lully will have a big game for Naughty, but it won't be enough, and it will all end a 1-1 draw. Ooh, I also said 1-1 draw. Well, obviously, you've spent some time in the Luton Airport. Sunday! Sunday on the plus! Charleston versus... Preston North End. I think Preston's going to continue their dominance and they're going to snatch the away win. 3-1 Preston. Can no longer overlook Preston's posse of nobodies. That win over Blackburn was very solid. Still, Charlton has a bit of a fortress going on at home. I think Dylan Phillips comes up often in goal for Charlton and gets them the win. 2-1 Charlton. And then Monday, closing out the long weekend, we have Stoke versus West Bromwich Albion. If Stoke wants to shock and surprise people, this is the game they have to do it. And if they don't, Stoke faces a real chance of being six points 
from safety by the 15th match. Sadly, I don't see them going anywhere, and I see a 3-0 thrashing for West Brom, but here's my bold prediction. Stoke will stay with Nathan Jones. <laughs> I also have Stoke losing. I have a 2-0 win by West Brom. And unfortunately, I agree with Bargy. They're not going to get rid of their coach anytime soon. A couple other matches of note, not on the plus. Leeds has QPR at home. Why am I bringing this up? Leeds sits in third spot. QPR sits in eighth. They had a good run there a few games back. They did not look good this weekend. No, come on, you are. They're going to be in a hard spot. They got to go to Leeds. I mean, really, do you think they got a chance? I mean, honestly, don't be a homer about this. I don't. I mean, I don't see how Leeds doesn't win this one. Another, You're breaking my heart, QPR. You should be used to it. I mean, welcome to the world of Fulham. Darby has Middlesbrough. Why I'm bringing that up. This is a game that Middlesbrough could really do something with. But they seem to just blow their chances anytime they have them. I'm going to guess it's probably going to end up in a nil-nil tie. You excited about Match Day 15? Always. Hopefully you all will be watching it. Hopefully you'll continue listening to this podcast, subscribing, like us, write a review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your pods. Pod at gmail.com if you want to send us a message. You can also check out our Facebook page. I think we have recipes for pea soup up there. I'm not sure. It's awesome is what I'm trying to say. Anything else you want to say, Archie? Come on, Mars. Book club with that. Come on, Archie. I like Archie. Say more.